Let this food take you places you've never imagined. We really out here eating good ass food, listening to good ass music, just vibing. We aren't critics. Fuck critics. We're only bringing you things we love. With your host, Nelson motherfucking Conroy. You've never experienced anything like this before. Open your ears and free your taste buds. Gastro traveling, motherfucker. And we are back live from Puerto Rico, spiritually. Well, I'm sitting here with my very good friend and chef of the show, Angel Campo. Buen dia, buen dia. What's well, up? It's actually afternoon. What's up, bud? What did you just say? I said buen dia, buen dia. But I'm like, wait, it's actually afternoon. I'm like, correction, it's evening already. We're we're in the spiritual plane right now. It's it's no time. Oh. So, uh, what's up, man? How are you? I'm good. And you, Hubble? I'm wonderful. I'm I'm here. I, I have a questionable plate in front of me of food, and I uh, listened to some really good prog rock over the week. Oh. So uh, this album we're doing this week is King Crimson in the Court of the Pr- King. Crimson. Help me out. In the cr- King Crimson. I don't know. It's a fucking good album King from 1969. In the Court of the King, King Crimson. Crimson. I said in the cream. Court of the Crimson King. It's f- beautiful. Beautiful album. Uh, it's quite an epic. Of, of 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 an album. Ask me how many times I've listened to it. How many week. times have you listened to it? This More week? than ten. I listen to it every wow. morning when I open at work, and I listen to it today on the sauna. Okay. Two hundred and ten degrees in there. Uh, you listen to it in the sauna? Yeah. You must have really been going going mad then. Yeah, that's the whole point. I'm like, I don't want to be there anyways. Sure. I mean, the sauna's cool, I guess, if if you like hot things and and like sweating a lot. But no, it's um, good for your joints. Okay, whatever. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> chef of the show. I feel like I should have a list of questions in front of you, but I, I don't even know what to ask. Uh, Gashel Traven, what do you think? What do you think of this whole experience so far? We just getting started, baby. Oh, yeah. This is the beginning. It's wonderful. Uh, Angel, let's talk about the food, man. Uh, what? What are you even asking on my day? What? Yeah, who are you? Why are what? you here? Um, actually, my I'm a deep fake. Uh, so the person you see in front of you is we not- bought him from Puerto Rico. It was an auction. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I went to the sketchy ass auction. I had a I had to download a Tor browser. I got him off the deep web. Limewire days. Yes, I've been. Just I downloaded you. Pool somewhere. Yep. I said I said Rob, we need a Puerto Rican chef. We need a- he said I know just the guy, and that's how you're here. And then when you know they open up the package, there was a little sasong and adobo in there. Listen to me, you have to explain what the fuck that is because if I don't know, our you, listeners I, don't I, fucking I, know. We went, was, we went over this last time. Sasong. Oh, oh, Sasong. Oh, Saxon. No, that's a dirty ass street. Sasong. <laughs> Sasong. There you go. You say it better. Sasong. You make it sound French. Okay, whatever. So, are you are you ready for me to? Because you've been like debating what's going on. Well, you know, let's talk about you a little bit more. Okay. Who are you? Why? Who? Let's let's get a little no angel a little bit. All right. Right. Let's angel get a little camp. backstory. When did you come to this country? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I came to the good old state of Florida um, when I was around 15, 16, straight to high school culture shock. I lived mm-hmm. in Puerto Rico for about 14 to 15 years. Wow. Give or take. Came to Florida maybe to go to Disney 
and touch. Oh, what's the uh, what's the ant from Bugs Life name? No one remembers. But I touched Fig. his butt. His yeah, I touched Fig. his butt. When right? I went, yeah. You know, you take a picture. I touched. His I know butt. exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, but they touched my butt. I remember in the treehouse. You know, they hold they up. Think, you're telling me you were sexually assaulted by a bug at Disney by World? A seat. Yes. So they had this by like, a fake bug at Disney World. You were sexually assaulted. Yeah. So and they also missed it at you because it was like this whole theater thing. Bro, I remember when I went there one time. They, they shot me right in the eye. You know what I'm talking water. about, right? They yes. had a little show. Yes. And like the the seats went. Like I got that. beef with it. Uh. So yeah, I remember one time coming to Florida and doing that. Um. And um, then you never left. No, I went back. It was just vacation. Okay. It's just a glimpse of the dream. <laughs> of Florida, the well, fucking great state of Florida. Great. Jesus well, thanks, mom. Um. Then, you know, high school, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I've been, you know, you want like a story of my cooking? My, my Yes. How did you, how did you become the culinary expertise? What is the secret origins of Angel We're going to put this in the Patreon or not? No. I mean, if this it's This is good. a freebie? All right. The secret origins of Angel Campo. Let's go. All right. So it all started. Here, this is important. This is important. Is this going to be like Ratatouille? No. <laughs> <laughs> I've cooked in kitchens with rats. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. Wait, in Puerto Rico or over here? No, no, over here yeah, can, in the yeah, that's what I thought. state of Florida. Yep, yep. So, all right. So it all started the day I cut my finger. My grandma finally let me cook something. How old are you? Uh, ten, nine to ten. Okay. Less, actually, yeah, but like eight, seven, eight, nine, ten, around that age. Young. Yeah, young. Before my <laughs> teens, for sure. So she let me use a knife, and I cut my finger. Mm-hmm. Um. I run away real quick. What were you making? I was making a sandwich. <laughs> How the fuck you cut your I finger? I was slicing cut- tomatoes to put in my sandwich. Oh, my God. So You had no form. This was like early, early days, right? Yeah, I didn't know anything. And yeah. there was no supervision. Grandma's just like, just don't hurt yourself. Abuela said, fuck it. Abuela. I, you know, I say abuela for sure. I take the eye away. So she says abuela. That's just me. I, I don't res- know. If, I know. respect it. So she was not watching me. I cut my finger. I instantly, as soon, as soon as I cut my finger, I don't say, oh, shit, I'm bleeding. I say, oh, shit, she's going to beat my ass. <laughs> I run. Yeah. No, no, no. Like, I'm, I'm more scared of what's going to happen to me once she finds out I cut my finger than whatever. Like, I had a flat, bro. Okay. Like, I that's nothing compared to the beating I'm about to get. So, I run outside. I take a little, like, um, how do you say this in English, dude? A like, leaf? I don't know. No, it's a, a rag. <laughs> And, yeah, rag. So, and I wrap it around my finger and I pretend nothing happened. I'm like, the best way out of this is pretend nothing happened. Yeah. Grandma says, hey, what's up? You know, what's around your finger? I'm like, I cut my finger and I see her eyes and I immediately bolt out and sprint towards the ladder. She was mad? Yeah, she was going to hit me. Why the fuck was she mad? Because I cut my finger. But that's, she that told shit me happens. not to cut my, Like, she told me to be careful and I wasn't careful. That's ridiculous. I gotta okay. talk to you. And then you're, you're fast forward, uh, I've been cooking ever since then. Um, okay, that's I've been, quite the on, fucking hold jump. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna elaborate on the cooking since. Then. So I've, you know, I've experimented. So you know, mom worked. Uh, I took I f- cooked for me and my brother growing up. So did you always work in food? The food industry. Yeah. Your first job was in the food industry. Yeah. What was your first job? Whack Donalds. Uh, really? Yeah, dude. Oh. I couldn't even picture you fucking. And the story of how I left is even better. They called me from a restaurant and they're like, um, hey, we're about to fire the chef. Uh, are you still interested in the job? I'm like, yeah, hold on. <clears throat> I go to my manager at McDonald's and I'm like, hey, I have a family emergency. 
I have to leave. I am so, like, it's like, I got to go. So, clock out. I leave. I go to the restaurant. I don't know the menu. They're like, hey, da-da-da. They tell me, every, you know, they find the chef. You know, you got to do what you got to do. I'm like, I'll finesse it. Let's go. Dude, I don't know the menu, but I'm just rocking it. And we're selling food. It's my first time in a real wow. restaurant. And I'm like, we're just finessing it. And that's my first time working in a restaurant. No complaints. Everyone loved the food. Good for you, man. Um, I did catering in high school. Did you do the did you do the uh uh culinary academy? Oh, absolutely. Man, you're killing it. Dude, I I remember my senior year skipping a whole day just to make french fries for Bro, each and every single period. I wish I was as passionate at something that you are as food. I just I really, shut my brain off and go to autopilot. Like, see, I, I can't really, do that. My brain's always on, yeah. always telling me how much of an idiot I am. Oh, I'm a complete moron. <laughs> I think I'm a savant. Is that... Well, yeah, see? Andrew, when did you quit your job? I mean, how old were you? Like... When did you start? And you became cooking? a chef. I mean, I don't like a the sous title chef? chef. No, I a just, head a, chef, a line cook, a line cook. To oh, this day, I okay. don't take any of those titles. Uh, I was about like nineteen, so I only worked at McDonald's for like maybe a year plus. Huh. Interesting. I hated that job. No, I'm sure you did. I remember Sundays I would vent to the manager and be like, "You're never going to amount to anything." And I'm you to told it. that to the manager every Sunday was my day to vent to them because I knew how. Like, and you told them they were never going to amount to anything. Well, one of them got really in my face, and I'm like, "You're this is where you're going to be." I'm not. True story. That's a little fucked up, Angel, but I respect it. Ego. Oh yeah. I, I mean, had, I already had an ego back then. I am newly unemployed from a fast food restaurant, so I. I, I <laughs> 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 so. Uh, I'm right there with you, bro. She had a kid, dude. Like, it's all good. Hey, man. Like, she already peaked. (laughs) Rob has a kid. What? He's got, like, a couple more. He's not peaked yet. Rest in peace. That kid's an orphan. All right, Peter the goat. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I did that. uh, Culinary school. That was a oh, you went to culinary school? Yeah. I didn't even know that. That's exciting. Listen, listen, listen. How many times did you have you cut yourself? In culinary school? Just in general. A lot. But I'm more afraid of cheese graters than I am knives. Why? Those things are scary. Because you think you're in a groove, like grating a vegetable mm-hmm. or something like that, bro. And then next thing you know, your whole nail's fucking off. Ugh. All right. On that note, <laughs> on that note, let's talk about what the fuck you put in front of my face. <clears throat> because, okay, let me, before you say anything. Okay. Let me get my first impressions onto wax right now. Okay. Because this is fucking. Make sure no, you put fucking, some of that on the sausage, okay? He pointed to some hot sauce to our audio listeners. But this fucking, I don't know what the fuck to even call it. I don't want to disrespect it because I, I trust the process. Okay. But uh, it, it, it's some sort of sausage cut up yeah. in, in to five Zs. Okay. With uh, an egg. Okay. Under it, I can't really see, but it looks like some sort of like rice mm-hmm. uh, and some cor- wild corn, maybe, mm-hmm. and some sesame seeds on top. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell me what the fuck is going on because it does not look that appetizing. Okay. <laughs> that was the point. So, with this album, right? <laughs> yes. So, with this album, oh, okay, thank you. Uh, so, with this album, yes. The vibe, I the way I approached it wasn't like, Oh, like, you know, what was going on around that time, per se. Mm-hmm. I just went with the vibe and how that album made me feel, per Beautiful. se. Because a very important thing I want to drive with cooking and, like, how we do, we pair albums with food. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't just approach it, like, science, like uh, calculative, per se. It's very, like, 
free and open. Like you could approach it any way you want to. You could be like, oh, what was popular that year? Sometimes I do that. But like this for this album in particular, it was very hard because it's a lot more drums and like, you know, instruments per se than just like lyrics. The lyrics that were said in the album mm-hmm. were very impactful. Yes. So that's why I made a black dish. They're very, it's very impactful. Why black, you ask? The album per se is very... Yeah, I, didn't, I failed to mention the sausage is black. There's no color to it. It's, it's, just it's, like, not burnt. it's not burnt. It looks like a chocolate cake When you go to the bodega and you... This is so... The fucking Mr. Bodega's in the fucking Every house. single episode, I will mention a bodega some way, somehow. All right. And it will make sense. That's fine. So this is a blood sausage, i.e. a morcilla. Oh, my goodness. I've heard about these... these have listen you ever had Okay, it? listen to me. Is this because it's a British band? No. We can never fucking do British music again. Because no, last no, time we fucking did British Puerto music. Rican food. No. This okay. is Puerto Rican food. This is our food. Okay. And I, if they took it, they took it. No, no, no. This is our Puerto Rico live and die. Morcilla, that's ours, bro. I mean, pause, but still. Don't Puerto, Rico's, <laughs> don't Puerto Ricans have like tacos for or something? Lo- like? No, 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 no. That's Mexico, <laughs> Bobo. Here, for the love of Christ. Like, you're making me... <laughs> There we go. Now taste that before I keep continuing with my explanation. Right, I'm gonna put it Please on and thank you. Can you look up what? Uh, can you look up blood sausage and explain to him like like the the Wikipedia definition? I I don't want to give you my bootleg definition. I can't. Just chew it for the love of Christ. I I don't like it. You don't like it? I don't like it. Okay. A Randy? blood sausage is no, a sausage. No, don't tell me. Let me swallow it first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, swallow it. Tell me when I you put know. hot sauce because I know I'm gonna eat that. No, Randy, I'm nervous. After you tell okay. You good? No. Don't chew it. I love them. Alright, I'm reading it. A blood sausage no, is a sausage. No, no, don't say it. A blood sausage oh, is God, please, please, just Christ. You tell him. A blood sausage is a sausage filled with <coughs> blood that is cooked or oh. dried with mixed and mixed with a filler until it's thick enough to solidify. I'm never going cool. to Puerto Rico. What? Oh, we're not done yet. Pig, cow, horse, donkey, sheep, chicken, duck, It's all and in there? Goat. No, no, horse blood. is only if you get it from Miami. Oh, okay. And goat blood can be used. Very what kind of blood country. is this? Pig. Okay. All right, I got to try it. Please try it. So, back to this, right? Why black, right? The album is very like... Um, I'm going to eat some rice. Is, there any, is it blood rice? What the fuck is... No, it's black rice. Why is it black? I've never heard of black rice. It's... You What's can in it? Any type of rice. It's just black, so it's less processed than most rice. Mm-hmm. I mean, even if you were to process it, it'd still be like black. It's the type of rice. You All right, continue with the story. Okay. So the album is very like morbid, dark. Um, so, and I got like themes of death, which I will elaborate further when we go over the songs. Okay. Um, so it just took me to dark place. So I'm like, ooh, like I wanted something that looked kind of like emphasizes death per se like so when you look at it, you're like danger stay away but then you pop into the egg you i mean this look. part's good the rice and the egg and the that's good i like this part. okay so you know the egg is symbolizing uh the human as a whole uh-huh. and how like how you see how fragile it can be and then you pop in and like but also how like beautiful humanity can be and life and living that's why i have but so there's a little beet salad so wow. it's beet corn cilantro a little bit of onion, garlic powder, a little bit of olive oil in there. So it's like very right, fresh and colorful. So, I mean, you can't really see it for the audience listeners. You can't see it, yes. but it's very colorful. So it's to contrast the, you know, the darkness. You put a lot of thought into this. And I, I yeah. apologize for being so rude. No, you're not being rude. I knew I was going to get a reaction out of something. That's why I'm like, I'm, let me not tell the boys what it is. 
Listen to me, I was spoiled last week, so. <laughs> this is good. Um, the sesame seed for garnish. Um, this is pretty. Oh, Marcia got it from the bodega. You gotta take me one day. Okay. I want to experience a bodega. So listen, the best thing is right from six to eight. It's bullshit, right? They close at eight, but from like six to seven, you get two large plates for eight dollars. Plates of what? Huh? Plates of what? Food, like hot food. What am I eating? Anything. You can get juca, you can get rice, you can get chicken. They got all sorts of food there. What was the first thing? What? Juca? Juca. Hey, you know what fucking juca is, dog? Do it's you? like a root vegetable. Yeah, it's a oh. root vegetable. We it's should make it. a dish with juca. Sure. I know all about juca. <laughs> you look like a juca. That's really <laughs> offensive. But it's because you offended the blood sausage. I feel like there, there's some sort of curse on a blood sausage. Anything called blood, there's some sort of Wiccan curse on it. Or how? Puerto Rican juju. No, how? <laughs> so what's the difference with that and a regular sausage? It's still like miscellaneous scrap meats. It's still Okay, but an Italian case. sausage is just, I don't know what's in it. I just like it. This is more connected. See, like, think about it. Like, we're preserving the pig blood. Like, we're respecting the product even more. I don't more. respect animals. What happened? I don't respect animals. <laughs> when one tries to peg you from the back. <laughs> why would I respect that? Because you don't respect them. This is why Italians are known for their food. Because they make good shit. So let us get into this album. We just finished a, f- a food item that I wasn't too excited about. But Angel was excited. So I'm excited for him that we ate such a delicious meal. It's not. It's not really the first or last time that I feel um, that I'm gonna. Ooh, I'm gonna feed you weird shit. Listen to me. I'm here to gastrically travel to places where I'm uncomfortable, and I was just very uncomfortable <laughs> with a black. Shme- <laughs> I'm sauce. I was about to say meat. Um, uh, black sausage in front of you. So, uh, in the court of the Crimson King. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, King Crimson. What are your initial thoughts? So, a short little backstory on how I even got into. This yeah, because album, per se. it's such a weird choice weird. for you. So um, I remember listening to Power by Kanye West. Uh, and here in the 21st century, schizoid man. So this whole time, I th- the whole time I thought mm-hmm. Kanye came up. That's so catchy, so catchy. Um, uh, come Guitar Hero 4 World Tour, I see 21st <laughs> century schizoid man. I'm like, huh? So I, you know, click out the song and it's like, I- I'm playing at the drums. I'm like. Kanye didn't come up with 21st Century Schizoid Man. So I looked them up, and then ever since then, I'm like, oh, I looked up the album. Blah, wow. Blah. So that's how I came to find Mr. I kind of did Crimson. a similar thing. Like, I did, like, the whosample.com, and mm-hmm. I figured out, like, because I like breaking down songs and whatever, and mm-hmm. that's one of my favorite albums mm-hmm. is My Beautiful Dark Twins Fantasy. Anyways, I, uh, that's how I just found out. I didn't listen to the whole album, which mm-hmm. I should have. Because it's a great album, it's wonderful, it gets it's beautiful. Good. But I just listened to that one song, and I just thought it was cool. And we're here now, and I've listened to the whole thing. I love it. I'm like, I'm probably gonna listen to it tomorrow. It's great. It. It's short, but it's long. You know what I'm saying? The even like how I'm gonna explain how we explain the song. It's yeah. gonna be a journey. Like the way that I felt when I'm listening to it mm-hmm. was pretend you're deaf. So it's me and death riding on a car we're going somewhere he's not telling me where okay and it's just like very eerie very um he's building up something that's how i felt the whole process listening to the album uh also 
I told her, like, I, okay, so my thing is with music, I don't like, you know, like, I'm the type of guy, I don't really idolize artists and musicians as much as, like, you know, so sure. I don't know their names. Well, uh, speaking of which, I have a little origin story of theirs. Please and thank uh, you. If I, could, if I could read it off here, I got it from wikipedia.com. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, in August 1967, drummer Michael Gleis and his bassist brother Peter pro musicians in a working band since their mid-teens in Dorset, England, advertised for a quote-unquote singing organist to join their group they were forming. Fellow Dorset musician Robert Fripp, a guitarist who neither played organ nor sang, responded. And Giles Giles, or Glies, I don't know, I don't know how to say it, Fripp was born. The trio recorded several quirky singles and one electric album ele- ele- i don't know i don't know that word i am hard with words the cheerful insanity of Gl- gliles gliles and fripp uh that was the album name they hovered on the edge of success and even made a television exp- appearance but they were never able to make a commercial breakthrough attempting to expand their sound the three recruited ian mcdonald on keyboards reeds and woodwinds mcdonald brought along two participants his then girlfriend former fairport convention singer judy diple whose Dipe. brief fucking weird ass names whose brief tenure with the group ended when the two split the lyricist roadie and art strategist peter sinfield with whom he had been writing songs, a partnership initiated when McDonald had said to Sinfield, uh, regarding to Sinfield's band creation, uh, he said to him, Peter, I have to tell you that your band is hopeless, but you write some great words. Would you like to get together on a couple songs? Fripp, meanwhile, saw clouds at the Marquee Club in London, which spurred him in corporate classically inspired melodies into his writing. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, with Fripp, McDonald, Michael, Glies, Sinfield joined by Lake. Uh, this guy, Greg Lake, joined in later, whatever. Uh, they made the first incarnation of King Crimson, uh, on November 30th, 1968. Uh, and they first rehearsed in January of 1969. Uh, Sinfield coined the band's name in a moment of, of pressured panic. Sinfield had already used the term Crimson King in a set of lyrics before in his involvement with Giles, Giles, and Fripp. Though it is often assumed to be a s- synonym for Beelzebub, Prince of Demons, a Crimson King was any ruler during whose reign where there were soci- societal n- rumblings. And this was Sinfield's meaning in the context of the song. Fripp was less than bothered by the potential demonic interpretation and pointed out that Beelzebub would be an angelistic form of the Arabic phrase Beelzebub, meaning the man with an aim to which he related. And that is the origin of King Crimson or Crimson King, whatever the fuck name is called. Wave your hand. I gotta use the restroom. Okay, break. Okay. Bathroom break. break. Yeah, but you guys are good to keep going. Okay. Okay. Right. We're gonna right. keep going. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, what do you think? I again the the first song. Yes. Or the origin. The origin. We'll get to the first song. Soon. 
also, side note, King Crimson gives me like um, Beach Boy vibes. Really? Well, they, same they, era. They, they, no, they keep recite like you know, band members leave, new ones come in. Yeah. It was like a trend. I had a question. So that's going into this. I'm like, I realized the new band. I'm like, wait, why are they doing this? Because they're still going. They're still. They're st- yes. They're still going to this day. Like they can't just let it go. Like the music's in their blood, baby. And then the drums, dude. <laughs> All right, well, let's jump into the first song. 21st Century Schizoid Man. Okay. Not many lyrics. No, but they're powerful, powerful lyrics. This first song is about the Vietnam War. Yes. Uh, which happened during the, around that time. And more. Okay. If you, get, uh, if you could approach it from a philosophical standpoint. Do you have the lyrics by any chance? Uh, on my phone, I have the lyrics. Please and thank you, because I want to go in deeper with the the lyrics so a little bit about this is kind of the the album that started prog rock progressive rock like this is like what what's kind of set off i think introspective the instrument that they brought into the whole prog rock scene was the melodrone yes that's it's a very important um, instrument quite heavily used in this album but uh i have the if you have the lyrics right here i have the lyrics also right here so the first line Yes. The cat's foot iron claw. Yeah. To me, it's like, again, we're on a car ride with death, right? Mm-hmm. So when I'm just like thinking, this is playing in the car, right? Uh-huh. And you hear cat's foot iron's claw. So to me, it's symbolizing in retrospect. Which he has a filter over his voice, so you can't even really tell what the lyrics are. It's very like, you know, you have to pretty much look it up. Yeah. And you just kind of hum that's what it sounds like yeah pretty much so to me and other people symbolically what that means is like so looking into the future like so instead of like instead of a cat's foot because Mm -hmm. the technology will advance in the future instead of a cat's foot it's gonna be iron claw what i know it gets it gets trippy so you get my analogy here yeah i got you okay so the next one Wait, can I say my analogy of yes. that? Because I read a little into it a little more. It's about That's the Vietnam That's why I like War. this album. Everyone. Uh, Cat's Foot is the people of Vietnam. Okay. And the Iron Claw is America mm-hmm. crushing the Cat's Foot. I like that. That's what I think that means. But, and again, it just happened around that time and era. Yeah. But I, appro- I, I, I didn't really, like, the way I approached it would be, like, taking myself out of time. Mm-hmm. And to me, like, it's a timeless album, per se. So I went into like the whole. We're gonna go back and forth in time. And this space this album bit. definitely prophesizes like like the whole like technology and how society will. Adapt. Well, the fact the lyric of twenty first century schizoid man. I think like this violence will lead to the innocence, which is they talk about innocence raped in this song or whatever. Mm-hmm. The innocence of future generations will be affected because of this violence that happens. The senseless violence. To me, that line symbolizes. Uh, being stripped which line so like the you know, but we'll get to that one okay well so let's go line by line. line okay all right so uh neurosurgeons scream for more okay so neurosurgeons so in th- th- we're again we're looking into the future we're like all right cat's foot iron claw so they're pointing us towards the future uh-huh. so now in the future now like you know 2021 where mental health issues are r- running rampant yes so i know a lot of those folk you know, and like at the anxiety, depression. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is the era. They took around this era where there was like uh, people who are gonna like you know 
mess with no like psychologists neuro they're gonna thrive in this era yes because of what was already like happening i got a message birth control what never mind birth control you don't get the joke okay so if there's ever a bleep you say birth control okay at paranoia's poison door okay what do you think that means mental health stuff Oh, you could click on it. Yeah, and, it, oh, it gives God, me a little. That's because it is about like PTSD and shit, and like yeah. shell shock and uh, paranoia's poison door is also a metaphor for the evils unleashed by the paranoia of state leaders. The Vietnam War was a result of the USA's attempt to contain the spread of communism during the Cold War. I like how you approached it. See how we approached it in different ways. Yeah, I yeah, I'm taking more of a little literal. Uh, yeah, but that's what art is. It can be yeah, interpreted it, any, in any way. I took it in a philosophical yeah. way. And that's why I'm like, it put me in the state of, like, it very tense and, like, eerie, like, oh, okay, we're very morbid. Like, I know I'm going to die at the end of this, but I don't know how. And if Rob was here, that's three people that can't, like, if it, it gets too depressing, I will and can't get Baker acted today. Okay. So if I get too dark and depressing, yeah, Baker act me. It'll make a fucking good episode, I'll tell you that much. Dude, I heard, I heard, this is, I don't know, side tangent, I heard that people in the asylum make shit paintings on the wall. Are you, do you plan on doing that? Well, I don't know, but I want to capture it and, like, make a New York's bestseller book and just tell my stories of, like, what happened on in the asylum. Also, side note, before we go back to this. Side um, note of a side note. If you punch a doctor, you can get Baker acted. I've not tested it out. If someone don't actually punch a doctor, but if you know someone did punch a doctor, don't punch anybody. Please. Don't please don't. You know we're not promoting violence on here, but I just want to know if it really can or cannot happen. Blood racked barbed wire politicians funeral pyre. What, you, what does that mean to you? Mind control, baby. <laughs> what? Yes. How does it mean mind control? Read it again. Blood, rack, barbed wire, politicians, funeral pyre. It's the, the stuff that's going on behind the scenes. I think it's just more depictions of war. Yeah, but and, literally, you are correct, yes. And the politicians, okay, I read a little bit into this line. Politicians, funeral pyre. It's not a funeral pyre for the politicians, mm -hmm. but it's it's theirs. It's possessive. Like, Vietnam is their funeral pyre. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like it's it's they're burning it. Hence the napalm. Since the next line it says innocence raped with napalm fire. I have been using the word napalm this week a lot more because of this song. Uh yeah, it's not a great thing. It's been banned because of this fucking Vietnam War. Jeez. Uh but something that's interesting about this line, innocence raped, which could mean like innocent people, but also just innocence in general i took it as the youth the innocence you know kids are like in, yeah innocent. exactly like like because of the violence the innocence is raped away like kids it's gone. are gonna have to you know go through different things because this you know especially in vietnam mm -hmm. but like even in america like it, it affects the whole world like it's you know the whole vietnam war as a whole left a splash in the world maybe it affected other nations or the other countries in a different way but it's still like it affects everyone on a different level, especially the youth, because, you know, they're absorbing more information. They're, it's, they're young. They're growing up. So, you know, it's very important. Then we get into this really cool, like, jazzy, 
like middle part where it's just like an instrumental and then like like it gives you these verses like these poetic verses and then they just make you think about it and it's called mirrors this, okay. this middle kind of section i didn't it's know it's like the jazzy part yeah is that what it was called yeah okay. like the whole instrumental part is just it's like a song within a song and like when they released it on the radio they didn't put that part there's in a cover. radio version of yeah the was... radio version is without this part and then there was an ex was it a mastered one that was like 10 minutes well you know what's interesting I learned while reading about this album is when they released like the uh, like 30 year anniversary of this they used like shitty like recordings of the masters it wasn't until the 40th anniversary of this album where they found the masters like in the back room of some studio of course and they released like the like the legit the legit masters because some like uh, some of the songs you can still hear some of the static mm-hmm. in the back of the song. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this is dirty. So it was it was it was a little later until they re- they found the masters of this album and and released it, which is so interesting. And I think they're still well, they're still cranking. Like even like the re the masters of a master because they do it every ten years mm-hmm. and like they clump this album as part of like a big clump. Yeah, of it's an album. A, it's like the. 21st Century's Guide to King's Crimson, I think it's, it's like a short, but it's like what? It's stacked with like mm-hmm. songs for days. And then after the uh, really cool jazzy instrumental that we were just playing under us for a little bit, uh, we get into this next verse, this last verse where it gets Death Seed, Blind Man's Greed, Poet Starving, Children's Bleed. What do you think? Uh, well, I think like Death Seed is like again with the violence like it's it's seeding like the innocence is gone so all this violence has been seeded into the minds of americans mm-hmm. and i think that's what that is and blind man's greed is obviously like people that funded the war um poets starving is obvious because like artists are never paid uh, fucking the capitalist pigs at the top are always getting paid when with, with regards to the artist, it's like it's not funny, but like, you mm. know how we say banter. It's oh, it's funny. It's funny how after an artist dies, yeah, that the their art gets more appreciated or oh, value absolutely. goes up. It, it's isn't that sad? Like it's terrible. It's awful. And anybody that sells music uh, in the aftermarket after an artist dies should be banned from this podcast. Chop the balls off. Um, to me, so this line that was a like, shot at Randy. <laughs> wow you cloud chasing bimbo um so i'm just kidding randy the dev seed to me so this was get your paper randy yeah this is gonna get deep right here buddy so death is pretty much telling me Mm -hmm. i sound like one of those kooky grandparents so death is telling me because of the greed of humanity yes and the wrongdoings that's about to happen because death is going to tell, like, you're experiencing death. Like, he's not experiencing death. Death is telling you what's going on right now and what's going to happen in the future. And because of what's happening in the future, this is the outcome. But because of the greed of humanity and, you know, the shadiness. Oh, is it right here? Hold on. I was. Yeah, yeah. So the outcome is not good. Artists are going to starve, greed, all this stuff, right? Yeah. So that's always going to be an outcome. Of... You get what I'm saying? I hope so. See, back then, it was a simpler time. Back when? In the 60s? Yeah, dude. It, this is like an album that's going to tell you stuff about the future. Okay. Believe me or not. So, do you think they were talking... Do you think Kanye West is the 21st century schizoid man? Yeah, he has mental health issues off the wazoo. That's true. He's bipolar. 
This is like to me the 21st century system mind is the normal human being today with now, mental health something, issues. I'm so sorry to cut you off. No, you're good. But something we didn't really get to talk to, but what was the cover? The album cover. My grandma, dude. <laughs> that's I think what it's supposed to be is the 21st century schizoid man. <laughs> that's what we all look like when we wake up in the morning. We're like, fuck, we woke up again. But I think it's Okay. All right. No, what do you think? No, I just think it's it's it's, you know, even if like you open it up, it's right? very symbolic. I've still not like And like this is supposed to be the uh on the inside. Let's show the let's show the audience here. Dude, um, it smells old. Yeah, it's probably it's Tristan Tristan Horse. I almost said his real last name. Uh <laughs> let us borrow it. But um This is the the schizoid man, right? Mm-hmm. The 21st century schizoid mm-hmm. man. On the inside cover, that's the Crimson King. Ooh. And he looks happy, but if you cover his fucking mouth, he's sad, right? That's absolutely true. So, uh that's it, man. I don't know. That's 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 my whole take on it. But the big the first. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. I love it. I think it was a painting that they had in the studio or something. Something I read something like that. I don't know. Look it up. I know you're in the podcast to learn, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, listen, Angel. Angel is not the teacher here. When it comes to food, I'll teach you. But if you want kooky, like you know, sci-fi stuff, I got it for you, and that's what I got today. Okay. So, um, are you done with this song? You have anything else to say about the song? 21st okay. century schizoid man. Yeah. No, that's it. We're ready right, for the next let's one. Let's get to the next song. So this next song, I Talk to the Wind, is unlike the last song. Uh, in the fact that it's the topic is about religion. Right? That's what I got from it. Religion? What do still, you think? It's still religion, but like the the bridging of religion and death. Okay. Okay. I think you just have death on the mind. This the whole play was death. The whole album. The whole play. The whole album. I'm on a little like car. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. So, I talk to the wind. Okay. How do you want to go? How do you want to hit off? You. So, uh, this starts off with the verse. I said the straight man to the late man. Where have you been? I've been here. I've been there, and I've been in between. Right. Mm -hmm. What do you think? I don't know. I I have no idea. Well, to me. Who else? The deep fake me or the, you know. Bob, real life blood sausage, thick ass, fucking meaty angel. Beefy angel. Shmeet, um, So at this point in the car ride in death. Yes. He's pretty much telling us, I know everything that's going to happen, will happen, and can happen. Uh-huh. You can neither run away from it. You can accept it. No matter what the outcome is, it's going to happen. You're going to die. Okay. The chorus. Go ahead. I talk to the wind. My words are carried away. I talk to the wind. The wind does not hear. The wind cannot hear. Right? So I think the wind in this scenario is God. Right? I talk to God. I try to talk to God. My words are just fucking... When I pray... I don't get no answers. It's just carried away with the wind. What is the wind exactly? The wind is something we can't see. Something we, we only can see the effect of, right? Through like storms or kites or kites. Kites. You don't know. Oh, ki- like oh, like, like a like fucking a, Benjamin Franklin oh, kite. Oh, dude, people still use those. 
I don't know, but I'm just saying, like a tornado okay, versus okay. like a, a Sunday on the in the park. Yes, I got you, I got you. No, like, I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like there's like the duality of I, the effects of this thing, which is a metaphor for God. Can be seen and can, cannot be seen. Well, the effect can be seen, but the actual wind cannot be seen. Um, I'm on the outside looking in. What do I see? Much confusion, delusion all around me. What do you think? What do you, what do you get from that? To me, that is me, the human, death in the door, not accepting the reality of what about to happen. Okay. I think it's, I think, I think it has to do with like, uh, the losing of faith, maybe like, like, uh, I'm talking, I'm trying to talk to God, but he's not answering. And so I'm on the outside looking inside, like maybe like a church or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I'm looking at the church from an outside mm-hmm. perspective, there's a lot of delusion when it comes to it. So that's what I think, especially with the Catholic church. Yeah. But like true. But okay. like true story. Uh, I was raised Catholic. Me too. I was a bellboy at one point. I was an altar boy. Dude. The fuck is a bellboy? An altar boy. A Puerto Rican bell. <laughs> did you not ring Puerto the bell? Rican. I mean, I did ring a bell, but I was called an altar server. I called it bellboy. I was a, a Puerto Rican bellboy. <laughs> I remember I used to wear those dope-ass robes. Yeah, I used to do the same exact thing. My mom hit me with a sash one time. They probably have some fucking beautiful-ass churches in Puerto Rico. I can't even... I don't want to remember them. They're probably beautiful, though. Where were we? Uh, I'm on the outside looking inside. What do I see? Much confusion, delusion all around me. Okay. So, if I were to bridge it to where, you know, you're approaching it from where I'm approaching, uh-huh. because we're, again, we're in the, on the patch's way to die. Yes. You could call out to God, whatever spirit, higher being, whatever. Mm. He, he's not answering because you're going to die. Wow. Okay. I talked. It goes on to the chorus again, the same chorus that we just heard. I talked to the winds. My the the wind can't hear. The wind cannot hear. Whatever. But then we get to the third verse. Where uh, you don't possess me, don't impress me, just upset my mind. Can't instruct me or conduct me. Just use up my time. I think it's just telling a story of of gradually rebelling from faith. You know what I'm saying? He like at first he saw delusion in the second verse, mm-hmm. and now in this verse he's actually saying like, "You don't impress me. You're just upsetting me, and, and you're just so wasting him my calling time. out to, it was pretty much like a futile effort. Yeah, I might as well just yeah. accept the reality exactly. of the situation. Yeah. And it's just futile trying to talk to the wind. See, I like the bridging. Thanks, man. Um, Dude, mines are just morbid off the head. Yeah, you just have a, have a different, different. You want to go through the next verse or no? The last verse. Yes, the last verse. Uh, which is the same as the first verse. Said the straight man to the late man, "Where have you been? I've been here, I've been there, and I've been uh, in between." Much reiterating. Um, the song ends in the same way it begins, implying a cynical nature behind the soliloquy being shown. The struggles of a man who cannot believe in a greater force above and who cannot believe in himself, showing a large amount of pessimism. That's what I'm putting lyrics. out today, baby. I mean, that makes sense. But the fucking outro of this song, where he's like a, some dude fucking hitting a piccolo, dog, that shit is fire. Was it? 
Was it in the hold on in the first one? How did they go out? Was it with um, because it was scattery. Like it almost gave me vibes. Mm-hmm. Like um, in the first song. Yeah. So when they ended it, it yeah. was all like, like I like yeah. how each song ends in a different way. So the first one was just like, um, if they be very very um. What is it? Wait, Alzheimer's. What is Alzheimer's part of? Like the, dementia. Dementia. So it's almost like clicking dementia. Sure. Like I'm getting dementia vibes. Like I'm losing my mind. I'm like it's all over the place. So when the little like well, it makes sense because it's like he's getting like schizophrenia maybe. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like schizo. You know? Yeah. But uh, the way this fucking uh, this song I talked to the wind ends with a fucking piccolo just hitting it. I don't even know if it's a piccolo, but it's some woodwind instrument. They have a ton of instruments. Oh, it's wonderful. They have a beautiful. saxophone at one point. Yeah, I think they had in the in the last song. I think saxophone. They're in like the, the jazzy the part. Drum, the drum. Mm. The again, the drums in each song. <laughs> Beautiful, wonderful. Do you have anything else to talk about religion? Or I talk to the wind. You have any more thoughts on it? Uh, no. I guess my thoughts on religion are polarizing. Um. Okay. Respect one another. What? Can, what else can I say? That's pretty much it. So this next song called Epitaph, Epitaph, I was trying to write my notes on it earlier today mm-hmm. and I was just like, I feel like it gave me an epiphany. Okay. Like it made like all this, I, I love prog rock so much that it just makes me feel like I'm in my own mind trying to find a way out. Does that sound too crazy? No. Again, I listen I to this in rock. the sauna. Uh-huh. So... I'm already like trying to like I'm in a journey already. I'm trying to find my mind. I'm like, oh, I want to get out of here, and I'm listening to this, and I'm like, I'm feeling this. So there's some, there's two more instrumentals in this song, like in the last couple songs, mm-hmm. but there's a part in it right where like before the first instrumental, which is called "March for No Reason," it's like almost like a lift off, like into space or into your pineal gland or some shit. Pineal gland? You know what that is? No, teach me. The pineal gland, this is what I learned from Joe Rogan, is, is uh, a part of your brain okay. that is uh, theorized that when you die, excretes DMT. Huh? Yeah. And so you hallucinate into death, and that's the afterlife. Could you say that death maybe at you know, this part in our It's a chemical right? doorway into the afterlife. Could you say in this part of the car ride? Yes. Death is tempting us with the with the um, the release, the sure, the the bliss of death. But I maybe sure, but I think maybe you're starting to accept it mm-hmm. and you're starting to hallucinate into death and like have visions. Almost like an easy way in because this car ride's long. Yeah. It's really long. Epitaph. It's a dystopian ballad. That is noted for its heavy use in Mellotron and Greg Lake's emotional vocals. It's a really good song. It's really. Well, all this album is more um, instrumental. Like a lot of. The oh, instrument- yeah. There's a lot of instrumental, but there's a lot like. But the lyrics, lyrics are that, strong and they, yeah. just, they just stick with you and they're a powerful message. All the lyrics that they choose to uh, put in this, they're all important. Methodical. Like, there's no like bullshit. No waste of time. Yeah. And then the, I wouldn't even call it extra time is, you know, the instruments being like, here, let's take you on a journey. So they, they get you with words. Let's take you on a journey. Let's expand upon it with music. And it almost like also very experimental. Like they weren't afraid to like 
the xylophone. How do you say xylophone? Yes, there you go. They you used it. it a lot. Yeah, they used a lot of shit. But uh, let's talk about the chorus of the song because I think it. I think you're hitting on something where he says, "Confusion will be my epitaph as I crawl." I cracked in the broken path. If we make it, we can all sit back and laugh. But I fear tomorrow I'll be crying. So confusion will be my epitaph. What the fuck is an epitaph? Uh, has some epitaphs have something to do with death? Let me see. I'll be crying. Yes. I fear. I can't sing. Hmm. Let me epitaph. Where's that bum Randy when you need him? Fuck, man. I'm cutting his food portions next week. I don't know how to spell epitaph, and I have it right fucking in front of me. Suckering succotath? That's what it reminds me of. But What is that from? Uh, Looney Tunes? So an epitaph is a phrase or statement written in memory of a person who has died, especially as an inscription on a tombstone. So, you think I'm crazy for the No, I don't think you're crazy. Ooh, Papa, we're bringing it in. But I think... but. I think that has to do with maybe like the DMT thing where um, he says confusion will be my epitaph. So in death, I will not be sad. I'll just be fucking confused of this world, right? Or confused of the hallucinations maybe. Also, well, when you're also having hallucinations, the, the, like at this point, there's half acceptance, half not. Are you really fighting them? Are you really not? Mm-hmm. Just like when you're trying to be defined the hallucinations. And your little epitaph trip. Yes. Um. So maybe you want to. Where verse what? Verse two. We skipped the first one. We wait. We skipped the first verse. We sk- I went. To, I went straight to the course because it hit on something okay. that I think you said. But we can go back to the first verse if you'd like. No. Yes. I don't care. The wall on which the prophets wrote is cracking at the seams. Upon the instruments of death, the sunlight brightly gleams. When every man is torn apart with every night, with nightmares and with dreams, will no one lay the laurel wreaths when silence drowns the screams? That's. I think that's more about war and like disrespecting maybe i think i think it ties in the last two songs because the wall in which the prophets wrote so religion sure Mm -hmm. it's cracking at the seams Mm -hmm. so it's not it's 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 being ignored Mm -hmm. with upon the instruments of death the sunlight brightly gleams so the walls are being cracked and ignored but the instruments of death the sunlight is beaming on them because they're being used, right? Mm-hmm. So that's what I think. To me, with this, <laughs> you wait, wait. Nothing, you nothing. You can't baker act me because guess what? There's no other two people in here, so you can't baker act me. I'm not a doctor. Don't punch me. So, first song. Yes. We know they were dying. Uh, Death tells us, "Hold on, stop. I'll feed you more sauces next week." Are you okay? I have a little bit of a headache, to be honest with you, but keep going. Keep talking. I'm listening. Okay. I'm so sorry. You need water or something? I'm all right. Okay. <laughs> I wish my producer was here. <laughs> Our producer left the building, abandoned his post. Was I so morbid? 
I need to Baker act your ass. All right, continue. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry I interrupted. With so, death is telling us we're going to die. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not pre- like pretty much like the whole world is kind of die. Okay. Because he tells us, you know, like, the future, it's not good. So, this is what's going to happen. Outcome, whatever. Second one, we're accepting or rejecting. We're calling out to greater powers to come save us from this death, but it shall not hear us. And the third one is pretty much what was that? The first? Hold on. What? Here. The, first the instruments of death. Yes. The instruments of death. Like, you can't escape it. It's all like the instruments of death means to me, it's a reset. A reset of the cleansing of humanity, per se. I know that this band did not think about oh, it wow. this way, but like yeah. this is how I was thinking that's about fine, it. That's fine, man. That's that's what art is. But I just looked up the the meaning of upon the instruments of death, the sunlight brightly gleams. It's about nuclear warheads, and because when they're used, they look like sunlight. That's true. So okay, so like if we were to go into World War Three and the nukes were set off, yes, it would be a complete reset of humanity. A lot, a lot, like you know, seventy five percent plus of humanity would die. Yes. So that's why I'm like, hmm, my analogies aren't that far off. I don't think you're that far off at all. Um, but I think, will no one lay the laurel wreath when silence drowns the screams? So I think that's exactly what you said. Like, the, when the silence drowns the screams, means everybody's fucking dead. Dead. Done. Dead. Uh, and then we go into the second verse, which is, Between the iron gates of fate, the seeds of time were sown, and watered by the deeds of those who know and who are known knowledge is a deadly friend if no one sets the rules the fate of all mankind i see is in the hands of fools that's basically saying fuck the men at the top because they're idiots because all they do is fucking fight each other and war and bullshit or whatever it's so the seeds right between the iron gates of fate so we're in a garden right Mm -hmm. the seeds of time it could have grown any any which way. Could have been fertilized any which like way. Like our paths were presented to us, but we chose. But them. they were nurtured by the deeds of those who are known and knowledge is a deadly friend. Uh, and the, so fate the people of in power, exactly. And you know, led us astray. They and, led yeah. us to wrong mm-hmm. them. But can that also be returned back to like? I feel like okay. Wait a minute. Pause for a second. I feel like we should have done some sort of drug before we recorded this. Absolutely. <laughs> we should have dropped some acid or something. I, I was asked, I'm like, is there something to pair with this album I, to yeah. drink with? I said, nothing good, buddy, because... <laughs> yeah, nothing you want at your home, <laughs> Nothing bro. you want. I was thinking maybe absence. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, I don't know what that means, but I don't like it. Anyways. So, because the people in power... Yeah screwed up all of mankind pays for it but that could also go back into they're human mm. we're gonna keep it it's really all our fault so can you blame the people of power because they're yes. human yes should you they're human we're human yeah, but, we're all human but the people at the top hunger for power and devour babies that's a and- human need that's what humans do no. So it's 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 a constant cycle of life and death, life and death for us because well, this, this the, is. I think the issue is the people that want power don't deserve it. I think people like 
I don't fucking know. Who people who don't want who don't want power need to be in power. People that don't want it. People they that are thirsty it. for it. Okay, but like it's always gonna happen. So I when know. You, so when you do have power, it's a constant cycle. It's the power. That's why the, the president of the United States should be a raffle. No, it should be AI. It should be a raffle. It should be no AI. vote. AI. No vote. No so- software. We're taking a so- lottery. No. And you get to be president for a year. Humans can't be in charge. Well, we got to wait for the, uh, what do you call that? Skynet. Skynet, but like the, it starts with an S. Uh, the I wish my producer was here to help me. We're going to scold them later. Uh, Randy is still out of the building, our producer. It's fine. So we're, 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 we're without a paddle. Oh, dude. <laughs> you seen these? I could swim all day, baby. Um, but no, like, that because i like again we're gonna keep getting led astray so let's say this reset happens humanity again resets and we start all over it's gonna happen again trying to think of the goddamn word still artificial supremacy no symbiotic no singularity the singularity oh artificial singularity singularity is what i'm thinking of the singularity. So that's when uh, artificial intelligence is uh, like, out, like it pretty much outthinks us in every single way or form. It doesn't mm. need us to like operate it or any sort of way. Yes. That's what the singularity is. I understand. So that's what we need in charge, or else the constant cycle of death. People are gonna keep, you know, it's pain and all over. So the mm-hmm. next instrumental part of the song is called "March for No Reason," which I think is an interesting name because I think it, it's kind of a, a a jab at like the military okay. because you know they're marching for no reason they're going to vietnam for no reason there was no reason no reason and i think that's i think that maybe is why it's named that there's no lyrics in this part it's just purely instrumental would that reflect back on the pre is this the third song epitaph yes so the second one religion most wars are because of difference in religion yeah, but I don't think the Vietnam War was. Was it? What was it? Communism. Different beliefs, religion. Sure, sure. But it was to stop the spread of communism. It was a proxy war. Hmm. We were fighting Russia through Vietnam. Really. Paranoia, schizophrenia. It really did happen. Like it, you know. I'm not like saying, "Oh, you're wrong" or anything. I'm approaching it from a philosophical standpoint. Uh, then after the uh, March for No Reason instrumental, <laughs> we go. the The first verse is repeated again when we talk about the walls of the prophet wrote or is cracking at the seams upon the instrument of death. So we hear that again, and then it goes to the chorus that we heard before. Confusion will be my epitaph. Uh, I fear tomorrow I'll be crying. I'll be crying. Yep. And then we get a really cool outro tomorrow and tomorrow. Another instrumental banger. Banger. I think my favorite instrumental is for the next the song. The next song, which is titled... Uh, Don't Tell Me. Don't Tell Me. I won't tell you. I have it, it right in front of me. It, because it's a very hippie name for the song. It is a very hippie name. Very. It, Don't uh, look. The, I feel like I'm wearing a headband. Yes. And um, I live in L.A. No? Yeah, sure, I guess. Why not? I might do yoga. So, I have instant 
Moonchild. Yes. It I is was trying to paint the, a person. The fourth song uh, is, has two parts. One part, part one is the dream. Part two is the illusion. You know, uh, when I read that, I thought it was like different parts when you flip the vinyl. That's what I, this random little note. Okay. Not, so the, 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 the first couple lyrics, uh, Hmm. Call her Moonchild, dancing in the shallows of a river. Lonely Moonchild, moon dreaming in the shadows of a willow. So they're very abstract. Uh, they're referencing. Uh, I Lester Crowley, uh, who was an English mystic, popular in the seventies. Uh, who Jimmy Page, I guess, was a very Mr. Crowley. Uh, so Lester Crowley, uh, that's who Mr. Crowley. The song is about, I think. The Moonchild. No, 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 no. Crowley. They have a color. book. I Lester Crowley has a 1917 novel called Moonchild, which told the tale of a baby with magical powers so strong she could destroy the world. This Moonchild echoes her lit- literary counterpart by wandering by night doing mysterious mystical activities and is compelled by the spooky psych folk arrangement of the song. I'm trying to think if it's like... Where is Randy when you eat him? Randy! Because I'm like... I'm, it mentions Mr. Crowley. I call yeah. him Mr. Crowley, but that name is very... like The guy was like a freakazoid. Yeah, oh yeah, he was a mystic. He thought he was a mystic. Well, they he all was, think they're fucking He was mystics. shooting up drugs, which, you know... Let me I, pull up his damn Wikipedia. When I think... Uh, so you say Moonchild, I'm thinking very hippie. British occultist. Yes. Originally named Edward Alexander Crowley. Born in 1875, died in 1947. Uh, he was a occultist, writer, mountaineer, who was practitioner of magic as he spelled it with a K mm-hmm. and called himself the beast six, six, six. He was denounced in his own time for his decadent lifestyle and had few followers, but he became a cult figure after his death. Like the man was like very like spirit, like uh free. Mm-hmm. Like he was doing dudes, chicks. It don't matter. Dude. Like the guy was doing it. Like it was just like a whole, yeah. he got banned from like a, a group of magicians. Hell yeah. And then he's like, well, screw you guys. I'm going to do my own thing. And then the guy's just off the rails. And that's my story about Mr. Crowley. That's all I know. He's very popular with rock and roll people. He's very well known, too. I heard his name before. You never heard his name? No, I have heard it. I just don't know from where. Uh, yeah, from Ozzy. Mr. C- Mr. Crowley. Oh, I guess you're right. Under to your soul. Interesting. Yeah, this song threw me off from my whole analogy about death. <laughs> so it, it, it threw everything out the window. No, 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 no. Well, the instrumental towards the end pretty much brought it back together. Okay. But like. So the next verse, you want me to go to the next verse? Or you, yeah, please. You're you going to continue. No, no, continue. Talking to the trees of the cobweb strange, sleeping on the steps of a fountain, Waving silver wands to the night bird's song. These verses are describing the activities of the night from the perspective of the moon. They are personifying the night 
as a child because of its perceived lack of ambitious and aim. Everyone is dreaming and fantasizing, thus the moon off playing with the sights and sounds of the night. You want to know what I think? Absolutely. That's why you're here, Angel. Ooh, I think a lot. So, again, everything will keep replaying. The cycle of life and death, life mm-hmm. and death. Sure. But to the third person, i.e. the moon, Yes. This is always going to keep happening. They're they're almost like the watchers, per se. So the moon is the watcher of the cycle. Marvel's the watcher. Marvel Comics watchers. Never watched it. That's or what you're talking. It. That's what you're talking about, though. The watchers. No, that was a bum ass movie. No, what are you fucking talking about? The, wait, the watchers. Not Watchmen. No, I'm. Th- yeah, that was a bum ass. No, movie. we're not talking about Watchmen. The watchers are like space people that watch Earth. Oh, you talk about the... Where's Randy? It's that fucking blood sausage. You... Listen, listen, Rob just came in here. uh, The spirit of Rob just came in here, and he is stealing my purse. Uh, He's moving my car. Stealing my purse. Stealing my car. Uh, He just said Uh, that... That's a satchel, That Randy is sick... (laughs) <laughs> from the blood sausage pussy everybody the blood sausage has killed our producer <laughs> i don't feel bad and he's a pussy for that that's fine did he put enough hot sauce <sighs> okay so randy is in the hospital and he's weak he's not what i always the preach- blood sausage killed randy it's death Someone was not going to make it alive out of this. <laughs> <laughs> and the weak ones will be called. For it is the strong that will survive. All right. Okay. Back to the moon. The Watchers. She's a moon child gathering the flower. Oh, I'm sorry. The Watchers. I'm so sorry. I forgot. What yeah. are, we were talking about the Watchers. What Watchers are we talking about? The moon is the water. I'm saying. Oh my good! That's what I'm saying. I didn't really understand. And now I, I, I came analogically. That's not a real word, but then in, in analogy, so the moon is overseeing everything. Are you okay? You only have one piece. What? You only have one piece of that blood sausage. It's getting to me, man. It, uh, <laughs> I love this. I'm like, fine. You have a Puerto Rican immunity. No, I take care of my gut health. Continue. I don't know what the fuck I was saying. Talking to the trees of the cobweb strange, sleeping on the steps of a fountain, waving silver wands to the night bird song, waiting for the sun on the mountain. I think I already said that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the That's the chorus. The f- second verse, she's a moon child gathering the flowers in a garden, lovely moon child, drifting in the echoes of the hours. You know, we like to scramble at the end to try to save it all. Yeah. So that's just us trying to get everything together, trying to save what little bit of life we have left. Yeah, but the the word drifting here makes me think of like just kind of wa- aimlessly wandering. Yeah, because no matter what we do, it's not going to help. But I don't think it's in a bad way. She's just kind of carefree, the moon. Wait, the wait. She's the moon child. No. What? Well, I read it wrong. You heard it wrong. I heard it wrong. All right. Now we get the second chorus. Sailing on the wind in a milk white gown. 
dropping circle stones on a sundial, playing hide-and-seek with the ghosts of dawn, waiting for a smile from a sun child. So that's all about, like, waiting for a smile from a sun child is just the... the Ete. Ete. Uh, like the, you know, the sun and moon cycle. Like, it's it's just, you know, it's drifting in the hours waiting for the sun to come up, the sun child, right? That's, I think, is a, it's playing hide and seek with ghosts. It's fucking around. I'm playing with the cycles. No, because, hold on. I'm, ready for I'm this. listening. I'm ready for this? Yes. I sound so kooky. This episode is going to be something like a quack. I'm here for it, too. Okay. So, with the sun... Comes anew with the moon. You so it's a constant. That's what I kept saying. It's a, like a cycle of life and death. Life and death. The moon is death, but is it a bad thing in this scenario? Because death is a beautiful thing. Death is a beautiful thing. I just got so fucking tired all of a sudden. What is wrong with you people? The blood sausage is getting to me. The blood sausage is getting to me. It's only five songs. Where's the Each energy? song is like 10 fucking minutes. <laughs> Don't come at me. It's only Bro, fucking five songs. The balls that they songs. have is like, oh, we're going to make long ass songs. Let's go. I love it. It's, a, it's, 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 they're more than songs. They're just like epics. Like they're just fucking, they're like beautiful fucking. Their whole counseling section for me. Like this last song in the court of the Crimson King. In the court of the Crimson King. A King King. A 10-minute epic titular track in the court of the Crimson King is King Crimson's last hurrah. At times bombastic, others muted and cutesy. Uh, they, they abbreviate it as Itcock. Is largely regarded the blueprint of progressive rock. The track is dominated by a distinct riff performance on the Mellotron. The main part of the song is split up into four verses divided by an instrument section called the Return of the Firewatch. The song climaxes at seven minutes, but continues with a little reprise called the Dance of the Puppets before ending on an abrupt and free time scale. Uh, That is the description of this next song, and it's the last song. Which it is quite the fucking experience. Instruments go wild. Oh my god! They finally like all right. Let's, They're like fuck it. Throw everything in there. We're throwing off the regular mustards. We're throwing the spicy in. Let's go, guys. Mm-hmm. The rusted chains of prison moons are shattered by the sun. I walk a road. Horizons change. The tournament's begun. The purple piper places tune. The choir softly sings three lullabies in an ancient tongue. That's like a, that's like a, I don't know. What do you think? Now we're coming to the end, right? Mm-hmm. Our car ride is about to end. It's been a weird car ride, by the way. Yes. So. It's been a bumpy road, a little weird road trip with death. People were, might have died in this. Uh, So, that's is telling to you, it's all over. You've experienced all sorts of things on this journey, on the way to death. You've. Reach out the high powers to come save you from this death, but you shall not escape. This is the end. Like, accept it. Mm-hmm. You can't. You can't. It, it, it doesn't matter. It's happening. Yes. 
uh, the Crimson King, or King Crimson, whatever you want to call him, they use a lot of colors in this song, song in particular. Mm-hmm. And uh, the first verse opens with an image of a prison, followed by an image of a shifting sunset during a jousting tournament. The first actual color we hear of is purple, and is associated with a piper. The beet salad. The beet salad. And, and, Pur- and what is the color? Uh, it's associated with a piper, who is very well may be linked to the song I Walk With The Wind on the album, which is heavily characterized by the sound of the flute. Which is the fucking piccolo with the ending. Yo, yo, he went we ham- fucking tying it up here at Gastel Travel. I swear he blew that pic- uh, the piccolo or the flute with his Whatever nose because the, the guy was just like. The number three is most likely a number linked to Christianity, the Holy Trinity, obviously, which which may make sense if we take into consideration the fact that the Crimson King is an alias of for the devil himself. And that's that's that first verse here. Plot twist. Like three lullabies in an ancient tongue, the three Christianity, the fucking piccolo on that fucking God song. What? What? Remind me, is this one of those uh, Catholic things I don't remember? The Holy Trinity, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. And then, oh, because I know it in Spanish. Nombre Padre, del Hijo y el Espíritu Santo. Yeah, but three yeah. shows up a lot in okay. Christianity. Okay, okay, okay. The three wise men, shit like that. The best holiday, second Christmas, January 6th. So, PR, this is a random fact. I mean, it's not really a random fact. We celebrate Christmas, yeah. 25th. Yeah. Second one, through West Kings Day, you have to get grass and put it grass in a shoebox to leave grass for the camels because you're about to get more gifts. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You believed as a child that there were camels on Puerto Rico? Uh... You believed as a child if you left cookies for Santa Claus, he'd bring you presents. Okay, that's believable. He's flying around Earth. You think a camel walked to Puerto Rico? They walked everywhere. It's it's an island. It's a mystic camel, baby. What? You left grass in a shoebox. At least the reindeer flew. Camels could walk on water. Moses split the sea. Continue. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the second verse. The keeper of the city keys put shutters on the dreams. I wait outside the pilgrim's door with insignificant schemes. The black queen chants the funeral march. The cracked brass bells with ring will ring to summon back the fire watch. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. That's what... Oh, my God. Summon back the fire watch. Where we get to later in the song where it's the return of the fire rocks with the flute solo, mm-hmm. with the piper. It all fucking comes together in this it fucking It all novel. keeps... Reset. It all comes... It's a cycle. This fucking... It's a movie. It's this a cycle. This last song is a whole goddamn movie. First one tells you everything's gonna happen. It's gonna be a wild ride. It's gonna be crazy. Yes. A lot of things are gonna happen. And then this, the, ooh, the last song retells it again. I'm like, we already told you this is gonna happen. Yep. Um, You're gonna die. You are gonna die. But, uh, yeah. The Black Queen, we get another color. So, black, blood sausage. Sesame seeds, uh, black rice. But I think the Black Queen is death, maybe. It was a pre- predominant part of the dish. No, no, no. Death. Oh, for sure. 
The Black Queen is Death, which I think, you know, Death is always thought of as the Grim Reaper. I always make, right? you know, you know, the Grim Reaper. As a skeleton or whatever. But something in the comic book Sandman, okay, uh, which was not about Spider-Man or anything, but it was about it was like a DC comic about whatever, whatever. Uh-huh. Uh, death is in that, but as a goth girl. That would be... That's death to me. That's bait, bro, for me. That's death for me. To is, me... is the is, Death is a goth girl. Death. Big titty goth girl bringing me to the other side. Crossing the river sticks. Death, it, it has no name. It, like, you know, it has no face to me. It's just like... It's a beautiful goth girl. I... You know what? You say that now, and I'm like... Makes sense, right? Dude, like... It makes so much fucking sense. <laughs> I'm like, what was I thinking Death really was? I was like, oh, it's Grimmy. I'm like, well, Grimmy... Well, no, because Death is not necessarily a bad thing. No. It's just something that happens to everybody. Absolutely. And why am I going to think of a creepy skeleton, Jamaican skeleton... If I'm going out, I'm going out with a, with a goth girl. With a goth girl. Bringing me to the other side. Can we get that as a shirt? A goth girl? Is death. It's already a thing. Oh. Like, I didn't make that up. It's from uh, Alan Moore, I think. Who wrote that? Not Alan Moore. I have no idea. <laughs> I killed our producer, so we can't find yeah, out. Yeah, I have no fucking idea. He's, he's, the blood sauce is killed. <laughs> what a week. Oh, my God. So, the next... Randy's back. He's alive. <laughs> He's Dude. leaving. He's going home. Are you okay? Was it the blood sausage? Get on the mic. Was it the blood sausage? Confirm or deny, please. Just let me let me let me get a little get Robin here. Then we need him. This is the big. Did the blood sausage get you? Are you okay? I. This is the first time that the, the, the food has had a uh, reversal of fortune. So you're telling me... Randy, wait. Randy, do you have any parting words? Say it to the mic. My stomach fucking hurts. Damn, the blood sauce has got to his ass. It's over. Uh, we Actually, I brought... Uh, good thing I brought a Ouija board this week uh, because we did had a little... We took a little bit of a break and we had a seance. So Rob, his ghost... He's speaking His force, force ghost Rob... Is here in the producer's seat. I almost thought you said foreskin, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a force ghost. Hey, Rob, say hello. Hey, y'all. What's up? He, Rob is here. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Randy. You don't feel bad at all I for don't. killing that man. He's a pussy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't say that about my producer, dog. Because, like, all right, let's get back to the music. That's so, why we're, okay, we're okay, okay. So you're about. telling me this whole tr- ride that I'm with Death. It's yes. been a goth girl this whole time. This whole time it's been a goth okay. girl. You thought it was a skeleton, but it's a beautiful, so big I, beauty butt. If anything, chair. I'm more accepting of death. Like, bring it oh, on. Oh, yeah. Like, why not? Yeah, she made me hallucinate. She gave me false thought and ideologies of, like, oh, I could escape this, but I really can't. And now I don't want to. All right, so the third verse The gardener plants an evergreen whilst trampling on a flower. I chase the wind of a prism ship to taste as sweet and sour. The pattern juggler lifts his hand. The orchestra begins as slowly turns the grinding wheel. So isn't that interesting? The first line I really love of this verse, the gardener plants an evergreen while trampling on a flower. So, so yeah, but what, excuse me. What is, what is, what is an evergreen? Right. It's just, I don't know. We don't got this in Puerto Rico. But I, I think an evergreen 
is like what you got, Rob? Like the tree or like Yeah, I think a yeah. tree <laughs> he's looking at us like we're both stupid. It's a tree that there's not much beauty in it compared to a flower. So uh. he's tending to an evergreen tree but while crushing the beauty of a flower. Okay. You ready for this? It's poetic. Can I be a We got flowers in Puerto Rico? Yeah, of course. But listen to this. So humanity as a whole is the evergreen. Yes. But like the flower is th- that we live. Yes. That we get to live. Yes. And it's getting trampled. It's getting taken away by death. Yes, no? You I agree it? completely. You're just going to Is it because you're afraid I'm going to feed you blood sausage again? Oh, my God. Never. Listen, <laughs> I had a little bit. And it's in my stomach fighting the rest of the food that I had today. I'm looking forward to the rest of it tomorrow. I'm glad you are. I'm not eating that shit ever again. I tried it. I put it in my mouth, but that's it. That's all I'm having. So you're going to pussy out when we bring kangaroo meat? No, fuck no. Kangaroo meat, we're doing that for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fuck these kangaroos. I want to kill them myself. I want to hunt the kangaroo myself. So when it <laughs> makes your stomach all weird. It's not going to make my stomach weird because it's actual meat. They're not. It's not kangaroo blood. There is going to be kangaroo blood. Yeah, but it's going to be with meat. I just don't get it. The meat is not going to be black. Continue. I chased the window of a prism ship to taste the sweet and sour, uh, which the uh, genius.com has informed me that during medieval times, going on quests was very common. The prism ship, is, in this case, is probably the goal of the quest, and the sweet and sour is likely the challenges, sour, and victories, sweet, the adventurer will experience along the way. <laughs> Randy, Randy just texted the group chat hashtag banned blood sausages. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, sour and sweet of, of the trials and tribulations of the pilgrimage. Um, during the 60s, uh, these lines could be referencing how there were a lot of people who were chasing impossible ideas, which is the prism ship and would stop at nothing to achieve them the fact that he's chasing the wind connects to this as well he's chasing the trail of the prism ship which means that the goal will always be in front of him and impossible to reach an example of this could be vietnam which was fought because we were chasing the idea of stopping communism we thought that we were going to be successful tasting the sweet but uh, there was a lot of suffering tasting the sour we chase as humans. Yes. We we chase a, an idealistic utopian world, but because of our greed, because of our malice, it's gonna constantly be a cycle of we're gonna just die off, keep dying off. So our sweet and sour is living per se. Mm-hmm. So you know we we live the sweet dream, thinking it's gonna be great, it's gonna be great. But at the end of the day, the cycle's always gonna be sour. Well, not, you know, sweet and sour. It's just like the part of it. So the moon is watching us go through this constant cycle of life and death because we cannot get out of this cycle because we are human. That's wonderful. I would just like to say an apology because I read this wrong because I have dyslexia. I said the fire watch. It's the fire witch. So after this verse, we get a really sweet solo flute solo, uh, which is titled the return of the fire witch which is referenced in previous lines in this song. Okay. So it's a really cool solo that I'm playing right now. Through the nose. 
So you're saying there's a goth girl and a fire witch? Heaven. I am the Crimson King. <laughs> this is kind of a kinky harem. Yes, I am in. Um, so, in the last verse of this whole album. On soft gray mornings, w- widows cry. The wise men share a joke. I run to grasp divining signs to satisfy the hoax. The yellow jester does not play and gently pulls the strings and smiles at the puppet's dance. What do you think? We got more colors. We got gray mornings when widows cry. Yellow is corn. It was corn in the beet salad. Sure. Connecting to the food a little bit. Yeah, I got this. Listen to me. I appreciate everything you've done. It was well thought out. So I think the widows are the widows of maybe the Vietnam War. Uh, and the wise men sharing jokes. It kind of makes me think of uh, like old men in a coffee shop trying to figure out life's problems. You know those guys? It's never going to go anywhere. But this also brings to mind is uh, a famous quote by Herbert Hoover, who was a president of the United States. Okay. I do not know anything else about this man, but he has a dam, I guess, right? I saw it on Transformers. The yes, the Hoover. Yes, they fought on the Hoover Dam. Older men declare war, but it is the youth that must fight and die. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what maybe uh, the wise men sharing a joke is. Also, to bring back the analogy of the people in power, they're usually older, uh-huh. and the youth that is being robbed of their innocence is paying the consequences. So this next line, I run to grasp divining signs to satisfy the hoax. The crumbling world of the Cold War is rampant with soul-crushing despair and hopelessness that despite the fact that the media-fueled propaganda and paranoia is obviously a glorified hoax, he will desperately accept whatever it is present, uh, whatever it presents him with, with, fuck, I cannot read, Jesus Christ, to maintain some sort of sanity or reason. So, basically, what this line is saying is that, like, he'll accept whatever the media says just to keep his mind straight. When you say straight, do you mean, like, just to be at peace? Yeah. Like, just to, like, not fight anything? Just to not go fucking crazy. He's already crazy. This is true. This is true. Any any more thoughts on that The journey that he's been through? So, this next line we have. Right? Are we done? No. Wait, what do you mean? This next line. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about the last solo. No, no, or no. Or not the last solo. The, the the yellow jester does not play, but gently pulls the strings and smiles at the puppet's dance, which is an analogy for war. The yellow jester is the people at the top, the presidents, the leaders, the whatever. They're pulling the strings, and they're smiling at the puppet's dance, which is the war. Mm-hmm. It's the puppet dance, pretty much. But because, you know, Vietnam, like, I think Russia may be the yellow jester in this sense because it was pulling the strings of the Vietnam War. Absolutely. In the proxy, the proxy war. Mm-hmm. I think that's what maybe um, that was. I think yellow, the yellow puppeter. The yellow jester. Jester. Yeah. So <sighs> this might get a little deep again. Listen, this is what we're here for. We're here for deep conversations and good food. Apparently, good food killed someone. Well, today we're not here for good food. You hush your mouth. <laughs> you uncultured swine. You killed our producer. I'll kill him again if I have to. 
Continue. Get deep. We're here. Everyone is the yellow uh, uh, jester. Okay. Because no matter what, like I keep reiterating, I know I sound like a crazy person. Well, that's, you know, yes. Continue. No matter who the, 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 the puppeteer is. Yes. We're all going to pay for it. Okay. So this proxy war, this the, we're bringing a little bit of nihilism to this. It's all just pointless. Mm-hmm. We're all going to die. Mm-hmm. So no matter what we're doing in this war, like, you know, for the war, it didn't matter. Okay. Death is coming for us. So how we're is just, everybody a yellow jester? Yeah, how is everyone a yellow jester? You said everybody's a yellow. I told you because we're all humans. Okay. Who's the jester? The Ru- the the Russians, right? In this sense, still- I believe it is the Russians. Yes. Yeah. You see, you're pushing from a little way. I'm going like you know sideways, crooked. Yes. Now hey, I'm- do you know that he thought that when he was a kid, Rob, that he thought that camels were in on Puerto Rico? <laughs> I heard that through the door. <laughs> I heard you say that from out there. Camels were everywhere, bro. Not on a fucking island. Yo, there's no squirrels in Puerto Rico. No squirrels. What? There's no squirrels. There's no fucking camels either. <laughs> uh, so, do you have any more analogies before I end the last part of the song? The last part of the song is this beautiful... Beautiful instrumental called the Puppet Dance. Is it where everyone's pretty much going in mm-hmm. freestyle hand bony? They're not stepping on each other's toes when they're going. No, it's Let beautiful free form. It's just like, Wonderful. but they know not to push each other's boundaries to like outperform one uh-huh. another, but still... Each instrument's coming through. That's a really poetic way to look at it. I the, really like what you're saying right the, now. But you, because you can single out each instrument. So each time you listen to it, if you really like, oh, let's hone on this, you could hear it to like the like xylophone all the way through. If you want to hear the flute, you're going to hear the flute all the way through. The drum, drums all the way through. Yeah, that's a really... Yeah, I have nothing else to add to that. That's wonderful. That's great that you said that. I agree completely. To wrap up the whole thing. And that's how the album ends. This is incredible. Like a splatter. Yeah. Like, you know. The sexy goth chick death uh, murdered us. The fire witch told us, the fire witch told the sexy goth chick to kill us. In your fucking weird mind, yeah, I guess fucking so. And then the yellow puppet guy, we don't like him. I don't like him. Why? Because, like, he's like a sheep, dude. We're all just like okay, being mind controlled by. All right, so uh, this has been the Court of the Crimson King. Just listen to the album, <laughs> and 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 you decide what you think you're listening to. Uh, you can listen to it in a sauna. It is forty four <laughs> something plus minutes long. If you could stay in that long and listen to the whole thing, no, don't fucking do that. We're don't not do that. Just just we're not by the giving door. any sort of advice. Don't 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 kill listen to it. Sauna. You're not. You're gonna be by the door. So just stick your head out and breathe. Don't listen to him. Don't listen to me unless I'm talking about food. This man is going to get baked right after this. He's going to get arrested first off for killing <laughs> a producer. And he's going to be a baked right after that. So. I can't wait for my next album. Uh, <laughs> I won't be as uh, morbid. I won't serve you black rice. Thank you, Angel, for coming on. Uh, Screw you. What am I saying, dude? Sarcasm. I've been a gracious host. You're getting less portions next week. Listen to me. If it's blood sauces again, I fucking want less portions. Watch your mouth, buddy. Uh, so 
Wrap this up. Now, now we come to the time where we, we rate the food and we rate the album. Okay. So uh, let me get, let me, what you, what do you rate the, well, this is not fair because you made, you made it, but. No, no, no. But, I'm honest. Like, but, uh, what do you mean? Rate, rate your dish that you created for us tonight. Dish. Uh, you want like an avant-garde? Like, I want whatever you got in your pretty little brain. Like, are you trying to like, like scale me of what I could have done? No, 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 no. This is more like just just what you got, what what you put in front of us, what you thought of it. What I thought, man. I would say, okay, hold on, hold on. What, maybe what if you would have done different or you just got to put a number on it, one through ten. Well, my other side, like the, if I were to do another one, it would have been squidding pasta. I can maybe deal with that it's just a ceiling you're just being like culturally indifferent to no, no 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 um, it sounds sicilian it sounds like a sicilian dish is what it sounds like i'd give the dish a six the blood the blood sausage and black rice yeah is a six mm-hmm. by the way it looked beautiful it looked like a piece of art especially how how you kind of paired it with the album with you know the black surrounding it and the black underneath of the sausage and the rice and then the, and then the egg cutting. covering the white egg covering the colorful the fragility of humanity could just I, be I thought it looked beautiful yeah it didn't taste that great the sausage the sauce i mean the rice was really good and the beet the, salad the wild rice you could really you know you, you could taste Earthy. the wild yeah in the rice yeah. if you know what i'm saying like it was very you know, it wasn't like white rice where you could just vibe to it, but it was like you know you could taste, you could taste it, you could taste that. It it's was not wild, effortless like white rice. Yes, and the corn and the beets were really good. They, they, I think I really liked the color of them together. Thank you. They reminded me of the Cardinals. <laughs> I don't like sports, but that's what they reminded me of. Uh, and then the egg really complemented everything very well. Uh, blood sausage, man. I don't know. I don't know, man. Uh, so you put a, you, a six, a, sal, a six, and even six is what you put on. That. Based on, um, I only say six because uh, how uh, I wouldn't say annoying some of the ingredients are to get. Like the blood sausage, good luck trying to find this around this area. Yeah. You have to go to get, where, where do you have to go to go get it? The bodega. Exactly. Uh, while the, you know, the black rice is, you got the right one. It was spot on. Because there's some black rices that are kind of not as dark as black as that. So, I'm giving it six because the ingredients are very niche per okay. se. It's now, a very niche. Uh, now, in the court of the Crimson King by King Crimson, uh, 1969. What do you rate this album? I'm going to say nine. Wow, that's a, that's a good. What what would have made it a ten? Why is it not a ten? It's not. It's not perfect. In it, what but ways? It's a, in the imperfection that uh, that it, I don't want to explain it. It's just like um, I guess I would give. Okay, so I would give it a nine because mm-hmm. it leaves me with feelings of death. Like, okay, I went into this and I'm like, I'm not like upset that I'm like morbid as hell after it, but I'm like, why? Yeah, but you came in wanting death. I'm like, no. Are you sure about that? I'm bright and sunny angel. Yes. But I'm talking about with this album, you're like, this is all death. Death. That's how I felt through the whole thing. I'm like, it's because I accept it. I accept that what they put out 
Okay. I, you know, digested it. So a six and a nine is what you... Is six, what, is a nine what. because of how it made me feel. Like, okay. he, they took me to a journey. The instruments... Can I just say one more time? The drums. All right, like, stop fucking with the mic because I got to edit that later. What? <laughs> <laughs> you're holding it weird. You're making it... You're going to make it... All the, all the sounds it, of your hands. It, like, no, I, I didn't move it that much. <laughs> Like we'll see. Future I, Nelson is gonna have a. Wait, can I just like pull it out? Yeah, I guess. Don't fuck with the wire too much, though. I'm not gonna move from here. Beautiful. That perfect. That's fine. We got like five minutes left. Okay. <laughs> so, what are you rating it? Oh God! Hold on. Before see, you rate anything, <sighs> screw you. You didn't even let me get to talk. Just go ahead. Now go. What well, rating? this is so much easier when you've left by now. <laughs> And then you don't listen to the episode, so you have no idea what I said about the food. <laughs> One day when I binge it, I'm going to come knocking on your door, and I'm going to use sack of shit. How dare you? No, I've been very nice about all your I know, food. I know, it's I know, been no. very wonderful. I, I don't think I'm ever going to... I don't think I'll ever get a 10. You've gotten a 10 before. Why would you do that? The fucking dude... So you've now, changed my you've changed my taste I did move the, because I got a little That's bit true. I got a little excited. So now I have to break the scale. Now we have to like come up. Oh, with you've hit a 10. You've hit it. Now we're trying that to fucking ramen you made for that dirty ramen. Holy shit. That dirty dude. ramen. It was fucking delicious. I could make dude. way better ramen. But as I'm saying, though, for me, because I don't have that normally and I'm, I'm my palate is very sicilian that it's, 10 is getting ass blasted you know, you're you, gonna my next ramen you i make it, it cannot be for an episode or it can be it's gonna be a 20 i'm sure it will be and then once i break the 20 mark we're going 30 and you've so, already and so broken on. the 10 mark it's let's it's not today but you've broken it before <laughs> i i repeat you uncultured swine rob is the <sighs> he's still well, his spirit body right. is the only cultured thing around here apparently well, his spirit ate it and it fell on the ground because he doesn't have a stomach. <laughs> anyway, let me fucking rate this meal, please. Go ahead. I apologize. Oh, God. I'm so nervous. So, before I give it a number, the black rice, like I said before, yeah. and the beets and the corn and the egg, that saved it for me. I had one piece of the sausage. I couldn't do it. Did as soon as you put it in your mouth. So I'm gonna give it. I don't care because guess what? I'm still gonna go to bodega. No, listen, I know, and get I know. sausage and fucking go to town. I gotta give it like a three. That's fine. Point eight. That's fine. Seven nine. What? What is this pie? No, like I just like pie. This like, is the numbers I give. Okay, go nice. ahead. Uh. I'm sorry, Angel. I, I normally love your. You food. love me. I love you. Bob I love Bob. you. What your you food is amazing. I know. But that you, blood sausage. You are one of my biggest fans. I can't. I cannot. It's not for sausage. everyone. I, and I remember it's not for me when the grocery list was being done. I said, "Hey, can we have an additional protein?" This motherfucker is going to hate. Some people might not agree with this. And yeah, I, but this is what this podcast is about, Angel. It's about me trying or going, us trying new it's foods. Like, this podcast is because I want to eat food. <laughs> well, yeah, essentially, I want to I want to eat food and listen to music for a living. So that's why we're here. But <laughs> but I want to try new things. Is my whole thing, and I'm gonna keep making new things. Oh God, I hope they're good. Hey, hey listen, they all can't be uh, hits. Okay, that's we learn from our mistakes. This wasn't a mistake. So. This is just like an uncultural bias from your mm-hmm. behalf, and I forgive you for that. 
Do you have any final thoughts of this album or this food or anything? No, you gotta episode? rate your album first. Oh, it's a fucking it's a it's probably an it's a nine point one three. And why? Because it took me through a journey of my mind and of my soul. You got you listen to it? Oh hell yeah, it's really good. I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna it's gonna be in my rotation from now on. So, it's been in my rotation this whole week. Um, so, do you have any final thoughts or final emotions about this album, this food, or about anything I've said? Would you like to take anything back? <laughs> You're still on cultured swine. Okay, all right. But you know, aren't we all though? In some forms or the other, I suppose. Um, but uh, my culture creates the best food, so I don't know what to tell you. Sicilians? Yes. <laughs> You're obviously wrong. This is for the Patreon guys. No. No. What is no. wrong with Sicilian dishes? It's not the best. It's not even in the top 10, buddy. The fuck are you saying to me right now? I'm speaking English. I said Sicilian food is not in the top 10. What the fuck are you talking about? I'm spe- Again, I, I, I cannot stutter. I'm not stuttering. I'm speaking words. <clears throat> Do you want to like... Open we got your- pasta, pizza, fucking garlic knots, fucking cannoli. <laughs> this is not in the top 10 for you? Oh, they're all the same because they all have garlic and bread. We got all kinds of fish. We got fettuccine Alfredo. <coughs> Even our shitty food, fucking Olive Garden is fucking decent. So you're saying that still cracks top 10? Chicken Parmesan. Subpar dish, really. What? Cacciatore is a way better dish than chicken parm. What culture is that? Italian, but I'm just saying. <laughs> there we but it's not go. in the top ten. It There's is no, in the top ten. No. It is number one. No. It is fucking number no. one. Don't, no. Don't. Number we one got, is We got Japanese. raviolis. No, 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 no. We got Jap- no, 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 no. We got fucking. We so got, it's all the same thing. It's all, all, it's all pasta. It's one of the same thing. Different sauces. We got gelato. We got Italian ice. So you're saying that it's the best food. Yes. No. What is the problem here? No, it's not because you're wrong. Espresso. Different lattes, various lattes. Don't get tumor over there to help you. No, what <laughs> he, do you mean? I summoned him for this. So you're, you're he's Italian not food. He, Italian culture is the best food, and you can't fucking say anything to me otherwise. We got linguine with clam sauce. You're wrong. What Japanese, is the Japanese. It, they got noodles. What does fucking Italians got? Let me tell you. The I'm OGs. Get, I'm gonna get real close to you. Okay. The, the original res- gangsters. Take all that shit out. So listen. Fuck to the th- Yakuza. Listen to this. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't murder me. The love and respect. Yes. That they put into each meticulous step of every. Like, Who? Any, the Italians? Yeah. The I agree. Japanese. The Japanese. When it comes Never to heard of them. Caring for like ingredients. Who, who is that? Yes, because they're cutting up fucking. Uh, puffer fishes because they have poison in them. Italians only put poison in the food when they do it on fucking purpose. They're skilled. <laughs> the Japanese are skilled enough and meticulous enough to cut the puffer fish. Did you think about like how much like skill it takes to even do that? Yeah. They're rolling up fucking seaweed. That's- and you're going to come at me saying seaweed rolled up is better than fucking uh, fucking uh, raviolis? Yes. Let me tell you. Fucking tortellinis? Fucking tortellinis? Listen to me. You're going to tell me fucking rolled up fish is better than tortellinis. One word. One word. Umami. Umami. Oh, fuck. The ma- Umami is all over the Italian fucking <laughs> culture. This is fucking far off. 
Angel, I have so much respect for you, except for right now. You have <laughs> shit tasting food, buddy. <laughs> what are you talking about? You uncle your old. No, like, no. <laughs> You're coming in here with blood sausage. The Puerto Rican culture is not in the fucking top 10. Uh, what? No. Top five. No. Easy. What are you talking about? Five You're easy. coming in here with sausage, the same color as my fucking shoes. But that, and you're going to tell me it's better than fucking uh, calamari, it's dog? It's a niche Puerto Rican food. I could do like an OG Puerto Rican but oh, let's not talk about Are it. you saying Italian food's not in the top fucking thing? Get the fuck out of here. You're fired. You're fucking <laughs> robot. No, you're it's robot. not. No, what? I said, no, you're not. <laughs> Okay, you, you're rehired. Holy you need shit. to stop getting pegged in the butthole with uh, uh, <laughs> so far what, off. What are they putting? Uh, garlic knots up your asshole, buddy. Is that what? I you fucking accept it. Cheeks open. <laughs> garlic knots in my ass. Hmm. Your morales are to be questioned. <laughs> Name the top ten right now. Top ten cultures of food. Of food. Yes, give them to <clears> me. <throat> Japanese. Okay. Spain. Wrong. Have you had any Spanish food? Tapas, dog. What the fucking cares? Paella. <laughs> Ham Iberico. They feed their pig acorn. They're on a specific diet just to produce this quality of ham. The, the attention. Oh, I'll give you prosciutto. You guys got prosciutto. prosciutto. We got the fucking gabagool. We haven't mentioned the gabagool you yet. You look like gabagool. Well, listen. All right. That was a call for it. <laughs> <laughs> third third yes indian all right okay i'll give it to him i'll give it to him that's it's fourth good. chinese same fucking region from whom asian food you're being racist fifth i'm not being racist first off culturally insensitive my bad okay i'll give you that one maybe fifth you're being culturally sensitive against italian x Folk. No, I respect Italian cuisine and the importance it plays in the not, corner. You said it's not in the top ten. It's not top ten, bro. Let me finish. I'm my gonna list. Mario Batali your ass. <laughs> this thumb will Batali your ass too. Listen, where was I? Four or five? Five. Five. Puerto Rican food. Easy. You're fucking lying. Easy. How can you say? Okay. All right. Tell me what what else what else can I expect if I go to Puerto Rico? Flavor, baby. Street hot dogs. I don't, listen, you might not be wrong here, bro. Uh, six. You ready for six? This is kind of the polarizing. Not really. Mexican food. Or from- okay, you said Spanish, Puerto Rican, and Mexican food in the same fucking sentence. <laughs> Spain food from Spain is different than Puerto Rican food. I mean, it is, but it's all from the same fucking tree. Completely different in the regionality. Uh, no. Different ingredients grow in those regions, per se. So the same ingredients that we grow in Puerto Rico are not the same that we grow in Mexico. All right, after Mexican Mexico. food, what is what is what is number seven? What, what's seven? Where am I at? Seven. seven uh, este... No, you're at six. You're, yeah, seven. Seven? seven? Mm-hmm. You're just trying to avoid saying Italian food. <laughs> That's all you're fucking doing. Canada. Antarctica has the best fucking food. Canada? Oh, poutine. Put gravy on my french fries Fuck you They're changing what the culinary world is doing right now So hush your mouth Okay Canada's got good food How beautiful is Canada The wild Had a a fucking I can't think of the goddamn word (laughs) I thought it would come to me by the time I finished that sentence It's a garlic on your ass That's what it is 
mind control. Is this what they do to you, the Italian folk? They just brainwash you out the wound? Listen, my mom slap you with a breadstick can when make you came fucking out. ZD that will fucking blow your ZD mind. He died in like 28, like 28. Yeah, How does a food dish die? <laughs> Who's making big ZD anymore? When my I, mom. Yo, tell her it's washed. <laughs> and I can probably make a, ba- a better big ZD than your mother. That's so disrespectful you come in here and say that to me in my face. I, I'm not you even, might as well have said like you you know you s- stole my girlfriend or something like that is so disrespectful you said to come in here and say you can make better steak ZD than my mom who is the mother of an immigrant from Palermo Sicily look at me in the eyes yes do you honestly think I, I'm not capable of making a better no, big ZD absolutely not my mother is a fucking prime write it down we're making big ZD better than your mom my mom's gonna be on an episode of this I don't want to have a ZD off with I mean, oh. no one wants ZD, first of all. I like ZD. <laughs> you whiteboard. So, okay. Number nine? What was seven? Se- seven. seven uh, this is a Canada. Canada. What's eight? Bullshit. First off, that's bullshit. Oh, we got Tim Hortons. Number eight. What was eight? <laughs> eight. America? Are you crazy? That's number 11. America's number 11? Yeah, Italian's 12. Uh, okay. What's eight? Antarctica is the better food no, than fucking Italy. No, dude, I'm like... Italy. The fucking... The, Colombian they're food. They're known. They have cocaine there. They don't have food there. Nobody eats there. Everybody's on drugs. I, I, and I repeat... Listen to me. I repeat uncultured swine. Italians who are stereotyped about the fucking spicy meat to ball don't have good food. I'm not saying it's not... When did I say it's bad? And number one, you never even mentioned soul food. And I find that very disrespectful of you not to do that. I hate collard greens. Soul food is more than collard greens. I can make some banging like, like soul food. Like it's, I think it's washed. Continue. Continue. French. What is number ten? French. Fuck no fucking way. They standardize. <laughs> they standardize French. French people are just Italian people that don't fucking take showers <laughs> and smoke a pack of cigarettes a day. Well, Italian people do that too, but. In a more classy way. Wait, tiny people don't take showers? No, French people don't. Oh, yeah, they're disgusting. Fuck. <laughs> French are just unwashed Italians. <laughs> that makes sense. I've mind blown. My mind was blown. Right, so that is bullshit. And then American and then Italian. French standardized. You're going to say a cheeseburger is better than fucking. I can't think of anything. Another dish. I don't know. It's um because you said all the dishes that you do know. Hmm. ghoul. I'm I surprised you didn't say cannoli. I did say cannoli. I did say you, no. I'm, I did say cannoli. Did you I say anything gelato. about pesto? Pesto is not Italian. White pesto. White. What the fuck is white pesto? So instead of using este basil, yeah. you would use it's it's a, it's more of a cheese based and walnuts. Yeah, it's a good thing. I've never like I've always wanted to make it. I My don't. eyes are open and I'm disappointed. But what? That was a conversation we just had. All right, let's wrap this up. Oh, uh, so uh, that was uh, King Crimson. It was a great album. I'm, I'm Angel. I'm so glad that you were here to have you on. Thank you, Papo. Uh, you are a good friend of mine, I even though you. we shared very different views. Hold on hands food. right now. What? Reconnect. Hold hands. 
Okay. No, that whole part's going to be cut out for the episode. <laughs> okay. We're, we're just doing the outro. That, that was just a fun part for me that I could listen back on. Um, that might be it. That was funny. <laughs> um, so, uh, do you have anything you want to plug? Your Instagram account, your fitness account, uh, your... I don't I'm know. bad at like plugging myself. Plug, uh, it. plug uh, it, baby. Good I dope. plug you after every episode anyway. I so. appreciate you uh, and continue to do so, please, because I won't do it because I'm a bum. Uh, good dope sells itself. Uh, <laughs> if you that want food, just yeah, good dope sells itself, bro. Like I, I'm dope. I, I'm a good dope. I, I sell myself like automatically. I at least I like to believe it does. Um, I don't know what I'm supposed to say. Follow Angel at at Chef and High Def. Chef and High Def. I don't know your other ones. Uh, follow Angel at Corp Training. Okay. And for my burner account, follow Angel. I don't think you want to make that public. It's a it's a joke. It's not really a burner account. It's just oh, funny. All right. It's the one for my deep fake at El Dela Corp. Follow all those for if you want more Angel. He posts pictures of food in his in his hot bod. So yeah. <laughs> swimming, I sometimes swim. So thanks everybody for listening to this great episode. Appreciate that, you guys. That we had um, follow us on Instagram at Gastro Traveling. Twitter still in the works. So follow there. We're starting a TikTok very soon. So look out for that. Um, I don't know, Rob. You got anything? Just follow all of us. Follow us on the internet. We're also starting to go fund me for Mr. No, Randy. Yeah, okay, Randy. <laughs> we have to pay for his hospital bills. <laughs> You're like, no, we're not. I'm like, we have to pay for his hospital bills. He's, yeah, we just learned Randy's allergic to animal blood. blood. He's allergic, allergic to blood. blood. He's definitely not a vampire. <laughs> Confirmed. Confirmed. So, uh, thanks for watching. This has been the episode of Gastro Traveling. Uh, we will see you next week for Randy's going to be on. Randy's going to be on. We're going to hopefully. Do- yeah, if he makes it through, he'll be on next week. Uh, uh, it'll be his episode. Uh, he is doing XXXTentacion17. So listen to that album, do your homework, and see you next week. Bye. That's it. Italian food, definitely top five for sure. Oh, I know. That was a funny bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 that was, that was you were pulling it out of your ass, dog. <laughs> Not like-